When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I saw Jorge Garcia, who plays Hurley from Lost, um, walking into the dressing room at a TV show. I found a secret tunnel that leads out to the jungle. I love that show. My wife and I watch it on the tour bus after the show every night. So I was like, I got to get a picture with him. And then later, I was looking at the picture and just looking at his face, there was so much warmth and love coming off of it. And he was so charismatic. It, it made me feel great. So we just zoomed in on his face and cropped me out of the picture altogether. And there's our album cover. And we, we just called it Hurley because we figured that's what people were going to call it. Someday we'll cut our critics down to size. Hey, you're listening to Weezer Day by Day. This is episode number eight about their eighth studio album called Hurley, released in 2010. So after Ratitude received, I guess, a lukewarm response, well, and deservedly so, in December 2009, it was revealed that Weezer were no longer signed to Geffen Records. So it was the end of an era. But... The band was still together, they were still working on new material, and they announced that they would be releasing another album reasonably soon. They just weren't sure who would be releasing it or how it would be coming out. But eventually, Weezer signed a deal with the indie label Epitaph. So that was Bad Religion's label, and Epitaph had its greatest success with The Offspring. But, you know, by the time they signed Weezer, the label had been around for a long time and had had a lot of success for an indie label. So Weezer started working on their next album, and then in the middle of the process, they scrapped the whole thing, started over, and then, and then finished the second version or attempt at an album in a matter of weeks, I guess. It was in December, so the same month that it was announced that they were no longer with Geffen, that... There was the bus crash when they were on tour supporting Ratitude. Uh, the bus skidded off an icy road in Glen, New York, and Rivers was pretty severely injured. Three cracked ribs and some internal bleeding, and they canceled the remainder of the tour. Luckily, his wife and daughter, infant daughter who were on the bus, they were okay. A quote from Rivers from Rolling Stone in 2014 Lying on the floor of the bus, I couldn't move, could barely breathe. I didn't know if I was going to live. So that was a pretty traumatic experience, but they bounced back, you know, finished this album, released it with Epitaph, 
So the title of the album, Hurley, of course, was a character on the show Lost, and the actor who played Hurley, George Garcia, his face is the album cover. And that picture is actually a picture of George with Rivers Cuomo that was taken backstage at Lopez Tonight, George Lopez's talk show, I guess, where Weezer and George Garcia were taping segments for different shows, but they were there on the same day. And I guess Rivers and his wife had been watching Lost on the bus, and he was excited to meet George, and they took a picture together, and then they just cropped George's face. They cropped Rivers out of that picture and just used George's face, basically, from that picture for their album cover and called the album Hurley. Basically, Rivers implied that they weren't going to name the album Hurley, but then they wanted to have just George's face because Rivers liked that picture so much they wanted to use that for the cover and then they were like everyone's gonna call it Hurley anyways so we'll just name it that. All right let's get into this album. Hurley opens with a song written just by Rivers, which is something I've been harping on that I don't understand why Rivers needs all these co-writes. Well, this song doesn't really prove my point because it's not that great. I don't know what happens with artists, how they lose it, or is it just change? They change their approach, they change as people. I don't hate this song, it's better than Anything on the last two albums, probably. The bridge is alright. I mean, this is okay. But it sure doesn't measure up to what we know that Rivers is capable of or was capable of. I mean, I don't know how that works, but the song's alright. second song on the album is called Ruling Me, co-written by Rivers and Dan Wilson from Semisonic. So parts of this song sound like Weezer, but the chorus is just very generic. Sounds more like an Avril Lavigne song or some shit than Weezer. So Dan Wilson just helping Rivers to churn out this generic attempt at modern rock radio bullshit, and that's sad. I looked at a shirt that mess with an ink so 
All right, the third song on Hurley is called Trainwrecks, and this was co-written by Rivers and Desmond Child. So now we are really bringing in the song doctors, the professional co-writers. The idea of Rivers writing a song with Desmond Child, I have to admit I like that idea, but this song is not very good. So I don't know what the hell they were going for, but they definitely didn't try to write Living on a Prayer. I guess this is the first song that Rivers wrote after the tour bus crash. So I don't know if that informed the kind of dark, not dark, it's it's not a very upbeat or celebratory song. I, I don't like this song. Track four on the album is called Unspoken. A quote from Rivers, the song was written right after he got married, after living alone for many years. And then having everything exactly how I wanted it, suddenly I'm living with somebody else and I have to start making compromises in my lifestyle. And boy, part of my mind was really unhappy about having the compromise. It was just a real adjustment coming from my previous lifestyle. So I don't know what to say about this song. I think a major factor in Weezer going down the toilet, as I've already pointed out, is Rivers switched from writing melodies to writing lyrics. So that quote about him talking about what this song is about. If you remember when people were asking him what the songs were about on the Green Album and Maladroit, he didn't know. Because he was writing melodies, not lyrics. And this song is pretty awful. I can feel those metal chains And the holding back the hope that keeps me sane I can fight back, yes I can Cause I'm strong enough to show you I'm a man And I hate what you do when your poison seeps through And you're laughing at me Track 5, now already from the song title, we know this is going to suck. It's called Where's My Sex? A quote from Rivers. I can't remember now if it was my two-year-old daughter that said it, or my wife said it, or my wife told me that my daughter said it. It was one of those three things. One of them accidentally said, Where's my sex? instead of Where's my socks? They couldn't find their socks. And when I heard them say, Where's my sex? I just thought, That's a cool song title right there. So I went and started writing like crazy, and I wrote all the lyrics. First, I wrote it about socks, like the song is about trying to find your socks and how terrible it is when you're not wearing socks. And then I just went back and changed a few letters in the word, and it became a totally different animal. So this song was co-written by a guy named Greg Wells. Now, I think Greg Wells is an interesting example of how these 
songwriters slash producers end up where they end up. So he's a Canadian, started out in Toronto, and when he was just 17, he was a studio musician, and he ended up joining Kim Mitchell's band. So Kim Mitchell had been in a band called Max Webster, pretty big in Canada, I think. And his first solo album had the song Go For Soda on it. Greg Wells joins after that, and he's on keyboards and backing vocals on Kim Mitchell's album Rockland. Toured Canada several times with Kim Mitchell. Actually won the award for Best Keyboardist at the 1990 Toronto Music Awards. So he's very young. He's in Kim Mitchell's band. Kim Mitchell is a famous musician, at least in Canada. Greg Wells then moves to California. He actually was a string arranger for Prince, and he was a studio musician, I think, playing piano. And then he joined Katie Lang's band. So he's gone from Kim Mitchell to Katie Lang. Now he's in L.A., and he's a studio guy, and he starts writing songs. And he co-writes a song for Aerosmith's album Nine Lives. He co-writes a song for Celine Dion. He produces Rufus Wainwright. So he's doing all kinds of stuff. He ends up eventually producing the One Republic song Apologize. So that's a huge hit in 2007. And then he just, you know, he enters this world of songwriter-producer. So he goes from Canadian teenager playing with Kim Mitchell to, you know, producing the Greatest Showman soundtrack or working with Taylor Swift for the Cats soundtrack. So just a weird career trajectory. And then this guy ends up co-writing this song with Rivers Cuomo for Hurley. And it's terrible. Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon.
track six on Hurley is called Runaway, written by Rivers Cuomo with Ryan Adams. So Rivers is just running through this entire list of co-writers. Why would a songwriter who has proven himself to be absolutely brilliant need all these co-writers? I keep harping on this, but it just baffles me. And when you have all these co-writers coming through, just this parade of song doctors or whatever, you end up with an album like this that sounds generic instead of sounding like Weezer. And you end up with a song like this, which sucks. Track 7, Hang On, written by Rivers Cuomo and Rick Knowles. So holy shit, another of these song doctors from the 80s. This guy co-wrote Heaven is a Place on Earth, among many others. So this album is one song doctor after another, but these patients are crashing. This song is a bland piece of crap. Weirdly, actor Michael Sarah plays mandolin. I guess that makes this song super bad. Track 8, song called Smart Girls. Rivers co-wrote this with Tony Canal from No Doubt. He's the guy who Don't Speak is about. And somebody else called Jimmy Harry co-wrote this song. Uh, and did, I guess played guitar on it. I did not bother to find out who Jimmy Harry is. Sorry about that. So Rivers during this period was using Twitter to compile random thoughts. One of these thoughts was, quote, where did all these hot girls come from? And that ended up a lyric in this song. Cuomo told Huck Magazine in 2011, that was a tweet. I didn't give any context for it, but I was talking about girls tweeting at me. Where were they when I was single? So it sure would be nice to hear a song that sounds like Weezer on this Weezer album instead of a song that sounds like some stupid random shit that might get some radio play for a week, then sync without a trace. Track 9 is called Brave New World, written by Rivers Cuomo and Linda Perry, of course. Of course we needed Linda Perry as well, since we're running through the entire list of co-writers. Rivers said that this song was his response to the rest of the band's unwillingness to explore new genres. They were right, Rivers. I agree with them. Why not just be Weezer? This album is a depressing collection of bullshit. Will never 
track 10. The album ends with a song called Time Flies. Time does not fly when you listen to this album. It drags. This song, like most of this album, is unlistenable. I would argue that this album, Hurley, is an exercise in what not to do. When you're Rivers Cuomo, when you're talented, when you're a great artist, do not bring in a bunch of songwriters to mass-produce, quote, hits, or I don't know the motivation, but why does Rivers need all this help? And also, it's not helping. We'll find out what happens next in the downfall of Weezer tomorrow when we talk about everything will be all right in the end. Will it? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.